0: You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle.
1: Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. I'm Tony by Corey, as always. Welcome back, What's Corey. Going on? Daniel's not here today. Um, it is short, we, we did start the season again on short notice, and it didn't work out for him. He'll be back next week. Today it's Corey and Tony. Um, it's the first episode of the fourth season. Happy New Year, everybody! If yeah. you, the last show we did was the week before the Super Bowl. It's always the last show, and it's always our five shot bet show where we do essentially a prop bet. It's just a fun night. It's, I mean, at that point the season's over and. There's been there's always so much speculation about the Super Bowl that we just have fun with it. And if this is your first time listening by chance, don't go listen to the last episode of last season. I'll tell you what happened. I took a shot of crack and I threw up in the in the middle of the podcast, <laughs> and then I didn't drink really anymore for the rest of the night. so. I did not honor my five-shot bet. I can see, I'm sorry. Please forgive me, but I wasn't in position. He's
0: doing ten shots of Kraken.
1: I'm not doing any shots of Kraken. I'm never gonna do a shot of Kraken for as long as I as long as I live. I'm never doing a shot of Kraken.
0: Well, I don't blame you. I mean, the Kraken was a bad choice to begin with. I didn't have a lot of options. I could
1: I could have chose a vodka. That would probably been better than Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, live and learn. Live and learn. Anyway, the the Super Bowl is coming on. But the, the show today, we're, we're just going to touch base on a lot of news. So much has happened over the last couple of weeks. Uh, that, I, I don't really get too far into any one thing, but let's just get rapid reactions on does it feel right or does it feel wrong? This is Corey's idea of the show, so if I had to that intro, i will let Corey, Corey do it again. but does it feel right or does it feel wrong? I'll pick us off with the Super Bowl, the Rams Super Bowl win over... Oh my God! That oh, was Cincinnati Bengals. Freaked out for a second. I was going to say the Lions for some reason, and I knew that was wrong. Anyway,
0: well, Rams beat yeah, the well, Bengals. That I felt wrong, but the Rams winning the Super Bowl feels right. Uh, it was about time Matt Stafford got there. Obviously, you know the fact that you almost forgot the Bengals. It kind of feels like they didn't deserve to be there. So I think the the better team definitely won. The more memorable memorable team won. You got a Hall of Famer, Aaron Donald. If uh, I think a Stafford can get another one on the board by the end of his career, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Heck, he might be already. So um, Rams won. I, I, that feels right to me. They should have won.
1: You know, I agree with you that the Rams should have won. I disagree, though, that the Bengals shouldn't didn't belong there or shouldn't have been there. Or I don't I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but whichever one of those it was you said, I, I, I do disagree with that. I, I think it feels right that the Rams won. I think their overall better team, a more experienced team. Uh, Sean McVay has coached teams to to make it deep into the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. Now, this is his second appearance, is that right? Youngest head coach to ever win. And he's been there twice. A lot, a lot good to say about the Rams. And it wasn't surprising that adding Matt Stafford was the difference. But Joe Burrow is a young god, and that offense in Cincinnati is incredible. They've done some really incredible things in in this offseason already, which that doesn't like I can't factor that in but the Bengals are the real deal. I think they they deserve to be there and I think there's a real good chance they'll be there again. But I don't think they deserve to win it. felt good the Rams won that. And it was sure, it was a sure. good story for Matt Stafford too.
0: It was a good story on both sides. I mean, I'm sure we talked about it in the last episode of last season, but it, it was a good Super Bowl. You you had to you can't not root for Joe Burrow and you can't not root for Matt Stafford, so it was it was good. Um, yeah, take over. Go ahead and take over. Yeah, yeah, so the rest of these I kind of wrote down for us are just off-season transactions, the big ones that have happened. Uh, First one, uh, unexpected news Sunday night as the brackets were coming out. Um, By the way, a lot of basketball happening this weekend. Have fun with your brackets. Uh, But Sunday night, Tom Brady comes out of retirement, Uh, tweets it out on Twitter. He He took control of the narrative this time. He broke the news and he says he's staying with the Bucks. Does it feel right? Does it feel wrong? Should he have stayed in retirement or do you think this is bound to happen?
1: I feel like it feels right. You know, on the surface, I'm less surprised that he's unretired than I was surprised that he retired in the first place. And I, I don't really buy into the notion that he, re- I think his dad said something like he retired because of the pressure of the media, like the media pressured him into retiring. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? That's not what happened. So I don't know what that shit was. I was shocked that he retired. After the comments that he had made his unretirement not a surprise at all.
0: Yeah, it did feel weird like as well as he played this past year, just to think that he wasn't going to be in the, you know, the football season upcoming. I feel like he needs to have a bad year before that happens and um, I could see where maybe he just came out and gave a decision just to get quit so people could ask him questions about it. So I could see that happening where he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm retired. And then, you know, maybe this is the point where he was actually going to make the decision, but he didn't want to deal with the questions and just went ahead and said it. And now he's, he's making his official announcement.
1: The jokes were that he was only retired for six weeks. Like the Twitter was ablaze (laughs) with all the things that happened for longer than Tom Brady's retirement. Uh, But Corey, that, you know, when you look at it that way, it's such a short time to be retired, but it's a really long time to be answering the same question over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it really is. So, Okay, I concede. Maybe there's some. Maybe there's a bit of truth there. Either, either way, I'm not surprised. It feels right. I'm glad that he's back.
0: Rogers is going to return to Green Bay with a new contract. Uh, I think it was like three years, so they're planning on him being there for a while. And you're right, asking, feel
1: wrong, feel right, feel wrong. Um, feels dirty, but feels right. Like it's um, kind of a toxic relationship, but it feels. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You take this one. Do you think it feels right or wrong?
0: Hey. I think, I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It was really like, it was time for him to go. Like I went up to green Bay for that football game. Like it's not, it wouldn't, it's not a place where you want to spend a lot of time. Like it's not that cool. Oh God, it's cold. There's like, it's not like downtown Indy where you got nice restaurants and things. Like it's like a blue collar town. Like there's no skyscrapers in green Bay. Um I don't know. I guess it feels right. Like I expect, I expected him to finish his career in green Bay, but at the same time, like I think it was time for him to go and be on the Broncos. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm 50, 50 on this one. It's, it's kind of weird. I really,
1: I am too. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's why I said it feels kind of dirty is because I, I really want it to feel wrong, but it just doesn't. It does feel right. <laughs> you know, it, it does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Negative news here, uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be suspended for the 2022 season of football in the NFL for gambling on Falcons games.
1: Does this punishment feel right or wrong? I think it feels 100% right. I think it's an popular opinion, but I, I do, do think it's, it's the right thing to do. Um, I don't know. I, I think, can't, obviously
0: you can't, can't, can't be gambling on the sport you play. Um... But at the same time, I think there's every one of the specifics or getting too you know into it. I think there's players who have done worse things, um, and have gotten lesser punishment. You know, it, it wasn't like Calvin Ridley was voting against himself or his team and shaving points. Um, he was rooting for himself. So, I I think it feels wrong. I, but yeah, yeah. what do you what do you do? Like we're in an era now where sports gambling is legal again. It, something like this was bound to happen, and I think you do have to make it very black and white. Like, Hey, you cannot do this. So,
1: and you know, I think ultimately the last thing that you just said is why I said, it feels right. In 2019, Josh Shaw, bet. he, Josh Shaw played on the Carolina. I'm sorry. The uh, Arizona Cardinals. He was on injured reserve in 2019 and he placed a four lay parlay. The following season, he was discovered to have placed that bet and he was suspended for the text was at least the 2020 season. His contract expired with the team. He became a free agent. Nobody picked him up ever again. I mean, that's the precedent. That's how important it is. I was lucky yeah. enough to go to um, to an event with an with an executive from the NFL. He wasn't high-end. He wasn't football relations. Um, he was on the ticket sales side of things, so he wasn't a part of football, right? I'm not pretending to have clout because I don't. I'm just saying that the man was involved in the league. That's it. He made it really clear to me that – at there, no person at any level of the NFL is able to bet on sports. Period. The water boy can't make a bet. That's just the way it is. The janitor cannot make a bet. Now, the janitor—I'm making a bad example because those are contractors, so they probably can't so, make bets. Somebody
0: but, had a really good example the other day when we were talking about it, but I can't remember what it was. Well, if you remember, shout it out.
1: Right. But my point is, you know, when we talk about these athletes, these guys, these guys went to college together, right? They're not just—they're uh, not just enemies. Like these guys are friends. And the fact of the matter is if one of these, these players have more information about what's going on in the league than we do. And for them to make bets alters the books, whether it's a small bet or a big bet, it doesn't matter. Even if it's not intentionally devious, it's against the, it's against the spirit of betting and it's against the spirit of sports. And so I agree this one. Although Corey, you said something else. Other people have done way worse things and had way less, less severe sentences. That's true but that doesn't change the fact that this this betting severely potentially jeopardizes the integrity of both betting and sports. So that's why I think, you know, it can't happen. It just can't happen.
0: Yeah. And maybe it's because the precedent has already been set or already been set on certain punishments and maybe the maybe this punishments right and those other punishments should be adjusted. Maybe that's the problem here.
1: But. I totally agree. I completely agree. I, I don't think that people should be able to abuse animals and then come back to million-dollar, you know, multi-million-dollar-a-year positions. I just don't. But that's not the way the world works.
0: One step at a time. What's next? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, next on the uh, page here, we've got Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. Kind of came out of the blue. Uh, we, You know, there were rumors, you know, late last season or maybe early in the offseason that – uh Russell wanted out, and the the word was he was staying all the way up until the combine, and then, boom, like three days later, he's gone. Uh, uh, Russell playing for the Broncos, does that feel right? Feel wrong?
1: I think it feels right. We talked about this at the end of last year. I was wrong. I thought Russell Wilson would get it patched over. You guys were right. He wanted out. He got out, and now he's in Denver. He's in Denver with, I think, a much better offense, a better offensive line, a better defense. I mean, the guy's on a better team. So I think it's fantastic. Uh, I don't know what to expect. I want to dig into this division more next week when Daniel's here because this division oh, yeah. just got really exciting. Um, and I don't know who's going to come out on top, but the Broncos have a chance to be they're, – they're a team that we could be talking about, you know, Super Bowl aspirations come week Absolutely. three or four. We're going to know right away what we got here. I'm excited. I think it feels right. There aren't a lot of places that would be better landing spots than, than Denver.
0: Yeah, I think uh... – Aaron Rodgers playing for the Broncos feels a little more right, but it's a good fit. It's going to work. It feels good. Um, the Colts trade Carson Wentz to Washington after one season. <laughs> it, I, I don't like this one. I I think it feels wrong. I, I understand what? from the or- listen. Okay, the- okay,
1: I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm not saying what or- because I disagree with you. I think you know why I'm saying what.
0: Okay, so from the organization standpoint, I completely understand. Like, if you don't like the guy, I, I don't see him behind the closed doors. If you don't like the guy, he's got to go. But from a fan standpoint, we've gone through so many quarterbacks. Um, I think just another year of stability, you know, would be better. Like, to judge one guy off one year as a fan feels wrong. But if you're inside that building, you obviously have a little more information. So, as a fan – I think it feels right to have him around one more season just to at least see what happens. We can at least roll the same team out there. But, you know, now we're changing quarterback again. We have no idea who it's going to be. Um, so, I mean, we're halfway through the off season. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have our team. We don't know what's going to happen. So,
1: it doesn't feel right right now. So, that's where I'm at on it. You know, I share a lot of the sentiments that you do. And I had been saying all off season that I want to keep I want to keep Carson Wentz. I, I Like you said, I want the consistency. It's been five years. That's the, that's the number of years. The number of years that Darius Leonard's been on the team and the number of years that I've been a season ticket holder, all five of those years, there's <laughs> been a different quarterback. And I think consistency is important. Having said that, I've said before that there are, it's, it's you have to, one of the levels of enlightenment is knowing what you don't know. And there's so much about football that I know that I don't know, that I will never know. I've never played a snap of football. I will never play a snap of real football. I'm not going to pretend to have some great understanding like a a Chris Ballard is going to understand it. You know, Uh, I feel like he has a a great talent assessment and I feel like he made, uh, you know, I think he stuck his neck out for Frank Wright who stuck his neck out, who ultimately didn't even make it into the playoffs because they lost to the worst team in football. Um, not only, there are so many games by so little. So Carson wins probably isn't the answer. Having said that, I think consistency is a huge problem. And I don't know how to say, I don't know if I like it or not that Carson wins isn't in Indianapolis anymore. I think it really sucks for Carson wins to be in Washington. I think that really sucks for him.
0: Uh, Did you see his, uh, picture today yeah. in the Washington letterman? It, it looked like he one didn't... of
1: those, uh, songs about the puppies in the mill.
0: <laughs> he didn't look
1: happy. No, he's not happy. I, I immediately I looked at it, and I was like, imagine what it feels like to be Carson Wentz right now. Oh <laughs> like, man! Like, imagine getting that phone call, man.
0: Well, uh, hopefully he learns from it, man. Hopefully I hope so. it sounds like it was leadership, it was attitude. Um,
1: so the biggest thing, I, hope- okay, I don't like it. I'm, I'm ready to answer. I hate it. I don't like it at all because now here we are. It's past four o'clock in the new year. Jimmy Garoppolo's been signed up because the 49ers made a reduction in their uh, in their cap. So now, all that leverage that the Colts may have had against the Forty ers to get Jimmy Garoppolo is gone. George Kittle renegotiated, so the ball is back now in their control. And here we are with one quarterback on the roster. Did did he play any at all last year? Did did is it not Eason? Um,
0: Ellinger. Ellinger. Yeah. Um, not in any important. Well, I guess he played that last drive of. That game he twisted, uh, Carson twisted his ankles in the first four games yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I and don't like did, this. He didn't win us the game. And this is not a good situation. It's just absolutely not. I, I, I. <laughs> We'll see dude, what happens. Bad. We'll see He's what happens. Bad. But the Colts don't have a quarterback. And if this doesn't work out, if, if this does not work out, I'm telling you, this will be our head coach and general managers last year. And it'll be done. Yeah, yeah this is it. They're on the hot I seat agree, with dude. one of the best teams in football.
0: I guess just to say one more thing like what do you expect when you've got Andrew Luck you've got the the quarterback for your next 15 years and gone like no I get it I do get it yeah I, so they're also in a tough spot and you, but it's about time it gets it gets solved but it's so. about to be six quarterbacks <laughs> in six years so take that for what yeah. it's worth um, I'm going to jump to another one since we're on this topic. Uh, Mayfield is out in Cleveland. It sounds like, cause they were interested in Deshaun Watson and it sounds like they're just parting ways anyways. I saw a report. I don't remember who it's from. They had a check mark next to the name, but they said he's interested. He wants to go to Indy is what he said. You think it's a good fit?
1: Yeah. I think Baker and Indy would be a fine fit. Um, I don't know for sure. See, here's, here's, I feel like we're still speculating here. Because nothing really has happened yet. If, if Baker was going anywhere, I think Indianapolis is a really good fit. And I think I saw actually something that would suggest Indianapolis gives a first to Houston. The Browns give two first to Houston. So the Browns get Watson and the Colts get Baker. That way everybody gets what they want. To me, that trade makes a lot of sense. Is that going to happen? If that trade happens, I feel great. But I think we're speculating. Because right now, all that's happening is the Browns are doing Browns things and pissing off the best quarterback they've had in 40 years. So, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know what to say about Baker Mayfield
0: right now. What I like about it is he brings all the intangibles that Carson have The guy's got a little bit of an attitude. He's got some swagger to him. He's a, he's a leader. I mean, back at Oklahoma, just, you know, him running down the field, his teammates chasing him. Um, I think that makes a big difference. And I think as much hate as, you know, Frank Wright gets, where his play calling and whatnot, um, I think he's the kind of coach that would put Baker in a really good spot to be successful. And with this offense, with the run game, you don't have to ask him to do too much. And I think it's kind of what, you know, Cleveland was probably doing. They weren't asking him to do too much. But I think Frank Wright can just do it better, like just put him in a better spot. Uh, you know, just have a different offense. I think it works. Um, I like the leadership. I think it, ch- it gives the attitude or the offense a little more attitude, is what it does. So, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's not a quarterback I expect to be talking about, but I think at this point it's pretty likely he's got a lot more upside. You know, the other quarterbacks out there like Garoppolo, um, Trubisky. Who else? Who else was uh, in conversation? Do you remember? They basically all the other quarterbacks felt like band-aids, which they don't want to do anymore. They did. I feel like if you, uh,
1: Mariota. he was another one of them. Mariota. yep, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Derek Carr. Although Derek, Derek Carr, Carr could be a suitable, I mean, but uh, that's a, I mean, uh, it's still a band-aid, I think. But anyway.
0: I, I disagree with Carr, but I feel like if you bring Baker in, you're bringing him in for a few years. Like he's not a band-aid where, you know, with. I agree. A I agree with that. Garoppolo or Trubisky, it's. See if he plays good for a year. And if he doesn't, the contract's up, you can let him go. Yeah, I agree. Um, So that's what I do like about Baker Mayfield. Uh, Back to that uh, quarterback conversation. Uh, Deshaun Watson has been cleared of his charges. Uh, All all the teams are interested now. He's going to leave Houston. The main suitors, it sounds like, are the Browns, which we just talked about. The Falcons, which popped up out of nowhere. The Saints, Panthers, Panthers. And not the Colts because the Houston said they couldn't talk to him for obvious <laughs> reasons. For real, uh, what what, a which one of those? Which one of those teams feels uh, like the right fit to you?
1: I think the Browns feel like the right fit. I think with the Browns, it's plug and play, and they're back into what were they? What were they? Uh, not last year, but the year before, it's AFC championship game. Yeah, yeah, they made it all the way to the championship game. No way. I think they did. You're talking about 2020 or this past season? Uh, not the past season. no, no, no. I think it was the year before. It could have been one game short. I don't know. I think th- I think they won one football game. Either way, big deal for them. Huge deal. No yeah, matter what it was, absolutely. it was a massive deal. Um, and I think even if it cost you know a quarterback and Kareem Hunt and a couple of firsts, yeah, I I think that that Deshaun Watson could be the difference maker. Here's the problem: all these teams, all of them, are probably not going to have Deshaun Watson for at least half the year, right? Like at minimum, we're gonna we're seeing a suspension. Correct, people have been suspended for six, six games for much less, far fewer accusations. Right? I think now, he, he's going to be suspended.
0: I, and I'm sorry, I haven't seen is the suspension like a real thing they're talking about? Like, is that probably going to happen? I mean, I would be, or is it just people
1: are assuming it's probably going to happen? I'm just assuming it's going to happen. I'm, okay. I would be completely, absolutely floored if there was no suspension at all, like the league will ultimately have like let women down across the world that's that's what that's what it will come out to the he is going to be suspended i don't know how long i don't know what um i mean it would take like all of these women to just drop these civil charges that's what it's going to take for this to go away it's not going to go away he's best case scenario going to settle and uh you know from there i don't i don't know what's going to happen but yeah yeah I, he's going to play again, and I think he's going to play again potentially even in 2022. But it's not going to be for the full season. So either way, either way, I think the Browns are the winner here, and I think they're best best built to be able to take that six game blow. I really do. Wow. So they're my number one. I guess my number two would be the Saints. It's an it's an it's an old organization. I like them. Um, Falcons, Panthers. I don't think that's going to happen.
0: So if we're assuming that he's going to be out for a year. And not a year. I'm not saying well, that. Well, I'm assuming yeah, like six weeks. weeks. Okay. Yeah. If he's going to miss six weeks to a year, um, I think the Falcons are the best fit. They don't have to, nobody's going to want Matt Ryan. He hasn't been playing well enough to justify his contract. Um, but I think that just makes the most sense. You've get, the Falcons have a quarterback that they're paying a ton of money this year. Um, they're not in any sort of, you know, they're not competing right now. So if he, if Deshaun misses time, he can he can, sit back while Matt Ryan continues to, continues to run the offense. And then if he, let's say he comes, Deshaun comes back before the trade deadline, maybe there's an injury and then they can trade Matt Ryan out. Um, so as you know, from a football team perspective, I think the Falcons feel the most right. Although from just, you know, thinking about him in a uniform and winning games, I think Cleveland does seem like the right fit. But I think, I think for, we're going to know,
1: situation. I think we're going to know a lot more about this really, really soon. Like, tomorrow. Yeah. I think potentially tomorrow we'll know more about this. Yeah. yeah, hopefully we can talk about it next week. I think we will. Let's move. Um,
0: Trubisky went to the Steelers.
1: I don't care. How do you feel about that? I, I literally don't care about that. It's, <laughs> oh,
0: oh, yes. up. I think Deshaun would have been a, a tremendous fit for the Steelers. Steelers. Yes. yes. That would have been, like, the perfect fit. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. Maybe that's where Chris Bowers, is the Colts separates himself. He's being patient. Where maybe if the Steelers have waited, they can go ahead and get Deshaun. But now they jumped too quickly, and now they're stuck with Trubisky. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, a little bit. I think if they wanted. I think they wanted Trubisky. I mean, if they wanted uh, Watson Batman. and I think it's time to get him. But you're right. In, in uh, principle, I also, absolutely right. I, I, yeah. We talked about, last year, last year. You said Trubisky was the best backup in football. We kind of chuckled with you about it, um, but no, seriously, I think it's good that he has another opportunity. I think that Mike Tomlin is a, clearly a Hall of Fame coach already. I'm excited to see what he does with him. I'm not overly optimistic. I'm not going to be this guy that pretends that he's just going to blow up and become, you know, the Mitch Trubisky of the year. He was drafted. Is that right? Was he? Did he? Was he real hot right off the draft?
0: Uh, yeah, it was first or second year. You, yeah, you, something you, like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the kid's got talent, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath there. I'm not excited. I
0: don't know. Yeah, um, I'm rooting for him. I, don't, I feel pretty neutral about it. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, fantasy talk here real quick. Evan Ingram's going to the Jaguars. Is he going to be relevant again? How do you feel about that? Ask me that question one more time. Evan Ingram has been signed by the Jaguars. He's got a new team, new situation. From a fantasy perspective, do you think he can ever be relevant again? I do think as a Jaguar? He can, I do think he can be relevant again.
1: But I don't know if as a Jaguar. We're gonna have to see. Lots and lots of lots of offensive signings just happened in Jacksonville. And if oh, yeah. if they don't if they don't sign or draft some offensive linemen, I don't think any of that's gonna matter because it's gonna look just like it did last year. It'll just be different names. That's another thing that I'm cool in my jets on here. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm just kind of Uh, Not touching that really.
0: Fair. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, obviously, they're being smart and, you know, trying to help Trevor Lawrence, which is the right thing to do. He struggled last year. So um, I hope he can be successful. I don't, I guess it doesn't feel right to me. Um, I probably won't be drafting him this next year in uh, Dynasty Leagues or redraft. I'll probably just stay away, but um, I hope it works out. Final bit of news for the Colts fans again. The Colts finally did something today. Uh, Colts oh. free agency. What? What? Oh, Colts oh, finally Colts. did something. Colts, says yeah. Uh, Colts free agency every year. I just imagine that picture or the uh, meme of Patrick Star with the stick, like poking something. He's like, "Do something!" <laughs> and the Colts are just laying there, not doing anything. Uh, the Colts have traded Rocky Sin to the Las Vegas Raiders for Gakwe. Ngakwe. Yannick, 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 Yannick,
1: Yannick, 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 Yannick. I don't care what you call him,
0: pass rusher, (laughs) spent spent some time at the Jags, we talked about that on the show a few years ago, caused some havoc, got out of Jacksonville, two teams in 2020, and had 10 sacks last year at the Raiders, he follows Gus Bradley to the Colts, how do you feel about Yannick and Gakwe on your Colts?
1: I my initial thoughts were that Twitter fight that he had with Tony Khan, Uh, and it was pretty that was pretty fucking vocal. Like if I talked to my boss that way at work in front of a bunch of people, listen, like a lot of bosses are just gonna fire you right on the spot for talking to you that way. And to think to do it on social media in front of all those people, I mean, there could have been a way he could have just dumped Yannick onto some trash pile just to you know. But Corey, you brought up a good point. What have I heard since then? Nothing. It's just been. It's just been performance. I think it's great to have him on the team. I like having Yasin around. I think the thing about this that, that frustrates me a little bit, if there's one thing I don't like about it, it's that we could have overpaid a little bit. Uh, shit, we. I'm not a part of the Colts organization. Ballard could have older, overpaid just a little bit last year and had Yasin and Ngakwe. Now he's paying him anyway, and we don't have Yacin. We. I'm not a part of the Colts organization. The Colts don't have Yasin. So you know that part kind of stings a little. If you wanted him, just go get him. You were sitting on all the money, brother. Just go get him. But that's not how it happened. I'm excited to have him. I do think it's an upgrade. So that part I'm excited about.
0: Yeah, you're putting him on a line with DeForest Buckner. You've got a rookie in um, quitty Pay who had some highlights last year, and Oku Okubugum, the uh, the uh, second round pass rusher the Colts drafted, um, who's supposed to be really good too. So. Gives you some depth. Depth. It gives you um, more threats, which takes the you know the pressure off of Buckner and Quiddipay. It should make everybody better. You know, and Quiddipay—that's a name that I think we're
1: going to hear a lot more of. I think. Oh yeah, Quiddipay. The, the reason sin is gone is because Quiddipay is ready.
0: Yeah. Um, and it, whenever you do have that pass rush, it does take pressure, like I said, off the other defense line, but also the linebackers, the DBs. If you did pressure, they don't have to cover as long. Um, the reality is the Colts' secondary wasn't very good. And now that Rocky Sin's gone, their secondary's not very good. So, you didn't lose draft picks. Um, you, you traded a contract for a bigger contract, so you didn't have to pay him a whole bunch of money. So, I think from our perspective, it looks good. And we don't know what's going on in the building. If Gus Bradley, he may not like Rocky Sin. He's like, hey, get this guy out of here. I think they brought in some kind of unknown veteran that he coached before. So, who knows? Maybe they get another free agent uh, corner. Maybe they draft one. We'll see what happens. I think the Colts are better today than they were yesterday. I <laughs> think that is, that is all of our how-do-you-feels. I think it's it. So
1: all of how we felt was, again, just our you know, five-minute takes, two-minute takes, 30-second takes on everything that just happened. Next week, Daniel will come back. Uh, We're going to all get together. We're going to go a little more in-depth. I want to talk a lot about the NFC West. No? Is that right? Is that what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what
1: I mean. I want to talk a lot about the NFC West. Um, But we're also going to talk about a bunch of other stuff. There's plenty of other free agent moves we didn't go over. There's going to be a whole lot of more shit happening in the next seven days. The draft is coming up, so we'll be looking at uh, rookie rankings. Tori and Daniel did rookie rankings last year. We're going to grade them, see how they did. Uh, And then they're going to go ahead and re rank three positions again quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. Uh, We may look at tight ends, but I don't think this is a year that we're really going to rank a tight end either. So I think it'll just be. I don't think we did last year. Yeah, we didn't last year. I think it'll just be the three core groups again for fantasy purposes. Um, And then um, I guess that's the next couple episodes. So that's what you got to look forward to. Anything
0: else? That is it for me, sir. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay up. in the huddle. The huddle Up.
1: Team on three.
0: One, two, three, three.